Welcome back to Just To Be Nominated from Hollywood Magazine. I'm your host, Terry McPherson. And I'm your also host, Leo Gold. For those of us just joining, the podcast is normally focused on Oscars, but with the death of Riley Audrey, we've decided to take our time and see if there are any clues we can use to piece together what may have happened to her on awards night. Uh, and last uh, week on the epi- uh, first episode, we talked uh, about Christine Vanderpool, you know, eight-time nominee who lost that night to Riley. And we just kind of sifted through everything we had on Christine. And it made sense to sort of move just directly into Dinah right now, who was sort of attached to her at the hip. Dinah was a very big part of Christine Vanderpool's night. So for this next episode, let's talk Dinah Reyes. Dinah Reyes, as you all know, pop star turned actress. First major motion picture, really. She was a producer on it. This was a very personal story that she was deeply attached to, but she was very vocal about being the only nominee of color and very vocal against campaigning in general. Yeah, and we got to interview her before the Oscars, and honestly, it it was a it was a blast. Yeah. I mean, she's really, really special, such great energy, very passionate person. I think we should focus on her stance against the whole Oscars and award complex. And how she felt she was at a complete disadvantage coming out of it. So let's um let's play a little bit of that sweet B. Yeah, Beth, do you want to cue that up? Dinah, I'm just so, I'm so floored to like have you in here. Like Leo and I just this morning, we're listening to your first album, uh, uh, Montequilla, Butter, (laughs) Montequilla. I I love, yeah. Oh my God. I love that you said it right away. Oh, of course. I also want you to know that I was at your first show at the Palladium like five years ago. It was me and um, all gay people. Uh, and of course, the Latinx community oh came together to form quite a crowd. Do you remember that bright orange opening number, like onesie with the sequins and the feathers? Yes. Do you remember yeah. that? Yo, they stitched me into that. There was no zipper going up. It was crazy. That feather cape, it was just so, so much, so ambitious. But I, I hold that show dear in my heart because it was it was Huge. my first time performing in LA. And you sold out the Palladium. That's incredible. Truly. I mean, I'm an East Side girl all the way, Miami all the way. We we, we deal with a different kind of heat in Miami, right? Yes. Like, I just gotta say that was a great show. So I'm happy. I'm happy you were there. Of oh my god, Mantequilla Days. Little, little did we know. Oscar nomination and esta cosa. Oh my god. I mean, I could talk music with you forever, but Those Who Say is brilliant. It was received so well by critics. Can you just tell me about that process? You were such a champion of this story. What was it like getting it made? Oyeme, I felt like I ran a marathon. Tu me entiende? O sea, los que se quedan is the title of the movie. That was what I read. And and saying those words in my native language, that title, if you really think about it, it hits some sort of, como que pulls at your heartstrings. This is about the people that are left behind. Los que se quedan. And I came across this story and I was itching for something that felt true. That's really beautiful. You've listened to your heart and your heart has led you to 
this nomination. You're the only one nominated from your film, and your performance was astounding. If you just, and about the single nominee and all that stuff, look, it takes a village. That movie was a group effort. Come from touring bus world. We're all in this together kind of thing. So to me, that's that's a nod to the movie, not to me. We talked to a lot of, um, I, I don't want to say egos, but it's nice to hear it, it, it's a family for you. Generous. Yeah, it's, you have uh, such generosity of spirit. And I have always, I've always felt like that when I hear your music. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> I'm so going to send you. You know what I want to do? I'm going to send you the fucking feather cake. No. I, I'll send you, I'll send you the cape. I'll send you the cape, I promise. I mean, look, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I'm the darkest person in that list. I'm not even that dark. I'm like a cappuccino, o sea, you know what I mean? I'm like tostadita. Café con like, leche. Café con leche, mira, mira, mira Terry. Mira. What a missed opportunity. Let it be a lesson, no? That this is the little film that could but it shouldn't have been the little film that could because the amount of craftsmanship, of camaraderie, of, you know, we brought people from all walks of life. People that you can call, mira, a, a mi no me gusta, I don't like this word, like minority, whatever. A mi no me gusta esa palabra. Que marginalize, que no sé qué. Okay, call it that. Lo, lo POC, lo people of color. But we came through. Oyeme, I told Marquito, mira, I believe in your vision. How many weeks you need? A movie like that, eight weeks takes. Wow. We did it in four. Ooh. In the middle of the summer. Ooh. Miami Heat, baby. <laughs> oh, sea. And I'm so glad you've talked us through this because you're not diving into the campaigning like other actresses in your field are. You know, you're letting this film speak for itself. And it speaks loudly, you know? And yeah, and, and it's and you're bringing people along with you and into the circle mm. of Hollywood, this sort of vague fog that I've been trying to break into for the last thirty odd years of my life and keep getting punched out. Yeah, more. I'm um, gonna send you. I'm gonna send you the cape. I'm gonna send you the cape. That's gonna. Once I get the things. cape, Hollywood. Okay. Mi amor. Do you have any fear that with this such a, a strong point, um, I don't know, some Oscar voters, does it matter to you that they might be turned off by I that? I mean, I know they're already scared of me, so what, what do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're talking again. I'm seeing things clearly now, and I'm grateful for the opportunity, because now at least I'm going to get to walk, right? And when I get to walk, I get to talk. And I can talk about this. I'm grateful, but I'm taking it as a win for the whole team. That's why I have that other song, Corazón, Corazón. Oh. I know you know it. I know you know it. I know yep. you know it. So, Dinah, you are amidst some really powerhouse actresses. Have you seen any of those films a year in Stockholm, Life and Time of Dangerous Women, Simpatico? Oh, yeah. I'm gonna tell you, they should have awards for women in costumes that are uncomfortable. <laughs> the waist training the of it best all. Best breath work. Uh, the Kiara Knightley My respects, award. my respects. I think, look, I think it's clear 
what the staircase is, no? Como how some people are on floor three when they're starting to get up. And some of us are on the lobby. And, and I think there's great work this year. I wouldn't call it the most diverse year. It's a very Hollywood year. It's, and, and so there's a strong work all around. I mean, La Meryl, nobody can get that woman out of the award season. I mean, Dios mío. You know the title is in Spanish. That's diverse, at least. Simpatico. Simpatico. Very white cast, but aside from that. Bueno, estaba, the, the, at least they tried with the diverse language, no? No, 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 pero mira, the thing is, actors, for the most part, they're just happy to get the job. I'm really in solidarity. Respect to the actors. There's a lot of rejection. I get it. I will say that it just shows when you have a big studio, some financiers, when you have really the big bucks. You have to put in the money, which is something that, look, the theaters are sold out, but sometimes it's not about how many people are going, but who's going or who's taking you to the press events with the gift bags and the Q&As and the talk bags. Who's rallying the most and to rally the most, you have to have the most money. And that's what I'm gonna say about that. We've been following this campaign since um, the womb because we're uh, psychopaths. Narratives are such an important part of it. And not only do I love your movie and you, obviously, but I love this narrative. I mean, you look at Parasite and Moonlight, the Academy's, the Academy's changing. Times are changing, no? And so, come on, we're, we're, we're there, but not there. It, it, it has to stop being a moment and it has to become a movement. Wow, I truly forget how passionate Dinah is. Hearing her back, she's just like... She is a firecracker. Oh my God, it's wild. And it really comes through how personal this project was. Those Who Stay was such a passion project for her. You feel her uh, sense of community and sense of uh, wanting to bring everybody along with her and bring everyone into the fold. And so, you know, the more she says that this was a nomination for everyone, the more it could feel like the loss is a rejection of everyone, her whole identity and her whole community. Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting to hear her be so proud of this project, yet be so anti-campaigning. If the critics had any say in this, she would have won. You know, she was a, a darling. She's a revolutionary here. She is trying to take down a system entrenched in its own history and its own values that has been super exclusionary to people who look like her. And so when you hear her, it's not like she had anything against Riley particularly, but everything Riley kind of represents. And her and Riley are on just opposite ends of this spectrum that you're talking about. Riley, her studio had the money. You know, Riley had the desire. And the privilege, you know, the uh, white privilege she, to sort of go from being a lead on, you know, sort of a soapy, right. not critically acclaimed TV show to swooping in and, and getting one of the best roles of the year on one of the biggest books of the year, which was about a white woman in captivity. Um, You know, it's a type of story. We all read it. If, if those who stay had been a novel, would it had been on the New York Times bestseller list? I don't know. Yeah, you just have to ask yourself, is that enough of a motive to kill Riley Audrey? I don't know. If it was, it certainly it seems like it had less to do with Riley and more to do with it would have been a statement on some sort of, you know, an attack of a system. So this next interview we're going to listen to is at the after party and the, the night of the Oscars it was a rocky one for Dinah once Riley won we saw her stand up storm out of the auditorium and then we were 
kind of shocked to see her show up at the party. You know, it didn't quite make sense to me. Yeah, it felt like she had sort of become friends with Christine and and had this connection and kind of felt like Christine had convinced her, you know, there's always room for a comeback in Hollywood. Sure. So let's come back to this party. Misery loves company, so to speak. But then again, when I sat down to talk to Dinah, she was a little miffed because, you know, Leo, you know, you kind of bounced off to God knows where and left her hanging earlier in the night when we were supposed to interview her. Right. And that was, I mean, a complete overlook on my part. I, yeah. Um, so I'd gone to the bathroom and then was on my way back. And who do I run into but Meryl? And so I was, you know, trying to do my job. And, and Meryl never sits down to, for these sorts of things because um, she doesn't have to. And so, mm. you know, I went up to her and I sort of was like, hey, you know, I'm from Hollywood Magazine. We did this whole interview and it was so great. And then it just didn't save on my voice memo app. Wow, we should check the cloud. I bet it's, if, if that happened, it's probably in your cloud. But um, Dinah is giving us more intel on what happened during that hour that they were upstairs. It seemed like she was able to hear what was happening in Riley's hotel room. It also seemed like she and Christine were doing a little parting of their own, at least from what she smelled like. But I... I got a pretty bubbly, loosey-goosey version of Dinah. Uh, So let's play that clip, Beth. Dinah, please let me begin this by saying I am so sorry Uh we left you hang. I'm so sorry. I I know you. See how it is. No. See how it is. No, don't be like that. I love you so much. I, I... I can't speak for Leo. I don't know where that little um, turd is, but thank you for sitting back down. I see you're having a good time. Mm -hmm. Good. I want to like clear the air in the room. When Riley was announced, unfortunate, obviously. No, fortunate um, for her, for sure. I'm happy for her. Good for her. Of course. And you're so sweet to say that. But I, I, I mean, you kind of bolted out of your seat and left the ceremony. Was everything okay? Or were you? um, So I left. Why not? I left. I was there for a reason. Then I wasn't there for any reason. And I looked around and I couldn't see a single person that gave me comfort because nobody looked like me. I just left. That does make sense. Was there any like anger behind it? I know like you did not play the Academy's game this year, which rightfully so. I can. I don't play de- games is the thing. No, I don't play games. I don't. No juguetes? Juguetes? Juegos, juegos, cariño. Juegos, I'm I... so sorry. Did not play games. I did not do the expected route. I I didn't need to. I have a movie that is great, and I did not do that alone. It was a beautiful film, and it is what it is, no? I can't expect anything better from an organization that does not recognize the work of my people. I am very (laughs) proud of you. you. You literally took a stand tonight, you know, when things didn't quite go your way and that's I'm not jealous that's of admirable I don't care I don't care about a statue that I'm gonna put in my closet I care about what it means and what it's saying about the work that people like me do and that's that Christine Vanderpool was kind of being bullied by a reporter and I I noticed you really saved the day <sighs> you you stepped in I'm telling you, these people come in and they want to ask stupid things like, ooh, how does it feel to be the oldest nominee? I'm like, shut the fuck up. I'm sorry. <laughs> and and so, yeah, that's that's the homegirl right there. She's amazing. When she was my age, oh, my God, 
She was great. But now she's like fine wine. Only gotten better as she her career has gotten along. Now I don't want to like open a fresh wound, but have you talked to Riley yet tonight? Have you congratulated her or given her a hug or I I don't think I could give hugs in this dress. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I've yet to see her in the flesh. We've yet to lock eyes dramatically, kiss kiss and take pictures. I will say I am her room neighbor. And she is definitely having a good time in that room. There is a wild party going on. I'm telling you, I want to party with her. I mean, I didn't know, you know, she had it in her. I knew she can act, but girl knows how to party. You know, but Bianca, I was nominated. Invite me. I want to see. I want to see you get down. Come on, white girls. Look, if everybody's going up there, I might have to go in there too. I don't know what's going on. It seems to be popping. I mean, that La Michelle was there. Michelle. The Michelle girl. I, I saw her going up. Well, if Michelle Leander's got an invite, I think Diana Reyes should absolutely be on the same list. Well, speaking of next roles. Oh, my what God. What are we going to see you in next? Ah. Well, you know me and my best, best friend forever. Christine? Yes, of course. Christine and I. We're already talking projects. You're not Love ready. Maybe that. you should play my mom. That way I'll get nominated again. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm thinking body comedy. I'm thinking spy. I'm thinking big. I'm thinking Europe. I'm thinking let's get out. A boat chase with you and Christine Vanderpool? I think there is an opportunity. There is always an opportunity to thrive and to keep going and I'm I, I'm ready for a good time. I'm having an incredible time. I, I was nominated, who cares? But I did an amazing movie. I had a blast. I'm with the legend Christine. She's my homegirl. We're gonna have platanos next Monday. I mean I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Who really won? Let's go to the where's the food? I'm seeing all these little <laughs> Beth, hamburgers. Beth, will you get her a plate of food? It, Why it, do people not eating these things? We literally, the point of the, the red carpet was that you starve before the red carpet. Why do we have to starve after? Come on. Well, some of these ladies have been painted into their outfits, much like you were sewn into your costume at the Palladium. Yes, yes. Oh, I still need to give your friend. I mean, he stood me up, but I need to give him I the think day. the cape goes to me now. Leo missed so. his cape opportunity. I think so. I think so. Okay, let's get some slides. Come, come. Wow. So I don't know if you could tell from her interview, but she smelled like a frat house. Just weed, beer, little bit of regret. Right. Having heard that there was a, like a commotion in Riley's room while they were in Dinah's room. At the time, I thought, oh, that's like so exciting. That's so funny. Like, you know, some Riley's dancing on a table. But like to hear like with this filter of Riley's death, I can't help but wonder now, like, who who was in that room. Right. Who did she say was in it again? She said, so they saw Michelle going in, but they didn't say who was already in there. And I can assume that, I mean, a handful of people maybe. And then it's like, okay, was this done by more than one person? Are we looking at two potential suspects here or three? Seems like she could hear what was going on during that hour upstairs and see some of the people that went in and out, especially Michelle Leanders, and hear some noises, but I'd say she didn't have anything to do with it herself. Just to not run away with the train right now. There, There is how how reliable is this information that sort of has to be posited in terms of, you know, one time I was stoned in college and 
I accidentally walked onto like an industrial building site and I slept in like a building that was under construction. And then the next morning I was like, who brought me here? Right. Uh, when the person who brought me there was in fact me. So there is sort of like distortion of reality. You know, but I, I feel like Dinah is very different from a 19 year old twink. Um, and she's got a twink's figure. This whole commotion in her room just really, really interests me. You know, I want to know who else is in there. I know uh, two people we spoke to that evening that were not so happy with Riley and kind of the experience of a year in Stockholm were Antoine and Anna Marie, who I think we should discuss on the next episode and really pinpoint where they were at throughout the evening. You know, Antoine Array, the director who is known for very difficult relationships with the actresses and actors that he's worked with in the past. And then Anna Marie, who seemed to have some issues with uh, Riley's interpretation of her on screen. The A Year in Stockholm family seemed to get along at the beginning of the process, but by the after party, tensions felt high. Yeah, I don't even know if they seemed or pretended to get along. No, no. A dreaded family reunion of sorts. Yeah, stay tuned for next week and you'll be hearing those interviews as well. Yep, I'm Terry McPherson. I'm Leo Gold and this is Just To Be Nominated. Hello, this is Jorge Molina, creator of Just To Be Nominated. This podcast is a Kingdom of Pavement production. This episode, Dinah Reyes, was written, directed, and produced by me, Jorge Molina. I can be found on Instagram and Twitter at ColorMeJorge. This episode was executive produced by Amy Sudo and Kyle Cords. Alexi Gonzalez is our editorial consultant. Ariana Coyle is our assembly cut editor. Andrew Campbell is our lead sound designer. Music by Jordan Bennett, who can be found on Instagram and Twitter at Jabin Music. Graphics by Brendan Haley, who can be found on Instagram at Haley Doodles. Terry is voiced by Zach Noe Towers, who can be found on Instagram and Twitter at Zach Noe Towers. Leo is voiced by Brendan Scannell, who can be found on Instagram at Bscan. Dinah Reyes is voiced by Gabriela Ortega, who can be found on Instagram at GabrielaOrtega5 and at Hevita Films. Special thanks to the Orphanage Collective for lending their thoughts and suggestions, to our assistant Michelle Lin and the rest of our Kingdom of Payment team. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening. It is extremely helpful to get us on the map and help others find us. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JTBN Podcast to stay updated on the latest news and find clues related to the case. Until next week, it's been an honor just to be nominated. Thank you.